Hey guys, welcome to Out of This World with Uniquely Tatum. My name is Tatum Cullen and I am your empath coach and podcast host. I'm very excited to have you here so I can share my insights and downloads. And um, today's episode is how to hold space. So if you haven't heard this term before, um, it's something that you've probably experienced, um, but maybe aren't very good at doing. But um, luckily, it's something that can be learned, and it's definitely something, a skill that I have honed over the years to be more effective at. So um, basically, holding space is creating a sort of safe container where other people feel that they can be vulnerable without repercussion. When you're able to be a safe container for people to talk to, it really opens up a lot of doors. Um, not saying that you should use this as a way to get ahead, but that's kind of what can happen from it. When people feel safe with you and they're able to be themselves, you are able to connect in such a way that uh, magic can happen. So it, it can be really exciting. And, um, I, and honestly, I don't know why this isn't something that's talked about more. It's such a privilege to have people open up to you and feel safe. So if you're an empath like me, um, you've probably uh, had similar situations where you've had people, strangers even, coming up to you and just kind of telling you their life story for what seemingly is no reason whatsoever. I mean, I distinctly remember a time when I was younger and... Um, a co-worker came up to me and she started telling me this crazy story about how she used to do drugs and all the lessons she learned from it and the growth and how crazy of an experience it was for her and how she got arrested. I mean, just this crazy, crazy story. And when she's finished telling it to me, she looks over and she's like, oh my God, I've never told anybody that before. I have no idea why I even told you that. And I was just like, well, I, thanks for sharing. Like that was, that was crazy, <laughs> but that was really cool. I mean, I could acknowledge, you know, how vulnerable she was in that moment and how it was such a big deal for her. And, you know, the, and the privilege of being witness to that is, is huge. So, um, but my whole life I've had experiences like that where people have come up to me and just shared things with me. I mean, people that I wasn't close to that I didn't know, like virtual strangers, you know, have always done this for me. So I'm sure in some respects, being able to hold space for people is a natural thing for me. Um, but it has been something that over the years I have had to really uh, learn how to have great respect for. You know, the power in effective communication is being able to relay your thoughts and feelings to another person and for them to feel safe to do that back to you as well. But remember, you know, nobody owes you anything. Just because you want an explanation or you want to hear something doesn't mean that they have to share it with you. So that's also important as well. You have to understand that it's a gift and treasure it as such. So when I was in college, I thought I was a great communicator, but it turns out that I am in certain scenarios, but not in all scenarios, which shocker, who is? <laughs> so I spent, you know, I really got my, my real education in communication when I was in my mid-20s and I was in a serious relationship and we were having communication problems. And I'm sure no one can relate to that. <laughs> so um, he recommended that I check out 
the Landmark Forum through Landmark Education, which um, if you've never heard anything about, I highly recommend looking into. Um, I know some people have a lot of strong opinions about it, but for me, it was really pivotal um, for my life. And I'm really thankful that I spent the money and I did it. Um, I spent a few years going down to the Landmark Center and taking a lot of courses. I took uh, the Landmark Forum, which is their intro course. I took the advanced course and I took their self-expression leadership program. And then I also took a seminar on integrity, the sheer joy of being alive, and I think a couple other seminars, senior seminars as well. So um, I just really enjoyed personal growth and finding out where my blind spots were and how I could move forward and transform my life. That was really exciting for me. So um, that's why I recommend it. It really, it helped me heal a lot of, um, uh, a lot of um, old hurts and pains and repair relationships that were really important for my life. And that's why I'm kind of pro landmark, but also, you know, sometimes they can kind of shove it down your throat a little bit. So just as long as you're prepared for that, <laughs> um, it'll really uh, change your perspective. So um, I highly recommend it. Anyways, that wasn't really where I wanted to go with this, but that's where I really fine tuned my um, ability to hold space for people. Um, and then once I learned about energy outside of that and how frequencies work and how to control my perspective and my thought process, you know, it really took it to the next level with my ability to hold space for people. And now I think I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> at least people say I am. Um, always a work in progress, of course. But uh, the easiest way to hold space for people is to hold space for yourself. So what I mean by that is taking the time that you need for you to have a balanced life and to make sure that you're calm and centered and you're doing what you need to do for you to be at ease because, you know, the more at ease and, and at home you feel in yourself and the more aligned with who you are, the easier it is to hold space for other people. Now, I get a lot of joy out of holding space for people, which is why I have spent time doing coaching and doing readings and, you know, just chatting people up. <laughs> I'm curious and I love to talk to people and I love that people trust me with their innermost thoughts. So with that being said, um, some of the easiest ways to um, create space is to just continue to take better care of yourself. So once you're grounded, if you get into a situation with somebody where you're having a conversation, remain calm. Allow them to speak whatever is true for them, even if you don't agree with it, and just let them get it all out. Sometimes that looks like yelling and screaming. Sometimes it looks like crying. Sometimes it's just somebody talking about their day and huffing and puffing about it. And sometimes it's people being really excited about something. And those are always the best ones, although they seem to be a little bit more rare. <laughs> but as that's happening, you want to make sure that you don't allow what they're saying to affect your vibratory frequency. That means that whatever they're laying down there, you're not picking it back up. You're just the observer of the situation. You're watching the movie play out in front of you. 
you're not taking on all of the frequencies that they're dishing out. If they're having a bad day and they're laying those frequencies that are all sad and angry and mad out onto the table, you do not need to pick them up. You can literally just watch them float by. And I recommend it because otherwise then you're the person that has to deal with the fallout from all those crappy negative vibes. And, you know, there's a lot of people that choose to take that on subconsciously. They don't realize that they're doing it. And then all of a sudden afterwards they're like, oh, why do I feel so crappy? Why do I feel so dejected and sad and frustrated? And it's because you were just like, oh, thanks for all these energies. I'll just keep those now. And you don't have to. And in fact, I think it's a disservice to the person for you to take that on. As a society, people need to learn how to manage their energetic field and how to replenish it in natural ways from the earth and, and instead of taking it from other people. Um, if you need sort of a visual effect for this for it to make more sense, I highly recommend watching the movie The Celestine Prophecy. It was um, It's based off of a book. I've watched the movie and I've read the book. They're great. Um, I mean, it's not like a blockbuster hit or anything, but the content is incredible and it shows a visual. And honestly, when I watched that video, it completely transformed my life because I always had felt this intuitively, but I didn't know how to explain it. And it was extremely frustrating for me. Um, so watch the movie, The Celestine Prophecy. I know I've seen it for free off of YouTube, you know, or read the book and it'll help give you a better insight on how energy works, how it um, kind of interacts with how your like torque field of energy and auras, you know, affect um, another person's when you're interacting with each other. Most people pull energy from other people as opposed to creating it themselves. That's just facts. And unfortunately, it's it's really destructive. So when you learn how to um, activate your field on your own. It's really empowering, and there's so many ways to do it. Um, I do an exercise a lot of the times where I picture tree roots coming out of the bottom of my feet and going down into the center of the earth and really anchoring and grounding me, and then I focus on um, pulling energies up through um, through my feet and my legs and up through my body and then out of my crown chakra at the top of my head and kind of water flowing these beautiful energies around me. I mean, that's just one way to do it, but you know, just remember your mind is powerful. So whatever creative solution that you come up with, it will work for you. And there's plenty of, you know, articles online with other ways that you can replenish your field by pulling from the earth around you as opposed to, other humans around you. Um, and you'll see, you'll start to notice, once you really get in tune with that, you'll start to notice um, how you interact with people and how, you know, if, you're, if your partner, or spouse, whatever, comes home at the end of the day and they're all grumbly about their day and they're like a little rain cloud is over them, you know, you can tell you're not blind, you know. You can feel that frequency. It doesn't feel good. And a lot of times they'll you'll kind of pick up on that grumbliness and you'll get kind of grumbly and you'll just watch. You'll see it being passed back and forth between the two of you when you're not thinking about it. And then once you notice it, and the more you, you know, take the time to notice these things, the faster you'll catch it. And then you'll catch yourself in the act, and you're like, oh, wait, this is not my shit. 
This is not my energy. And you can choose to kind of step back from that and say, you know, this is not how I'm choosing, you know, to to live out the rest of my day. You know, we're not going to start the day like this. We're not going to end the day like this. Let's clear the space. You know, let's sage the apartment. Let's, you know, and you don't have to necessarily talk to the other person about it, especially if they're grumbly, but you can just talk to your guides and say something like, you know, all of these energies and frequencies that aren't mine, send them back to source for transmutation. Everyone is responsible for their own energy. It's not your job to clear somebody else's energy. Unless, of course, you're an energy worker and people are literally paying you just for that. <laughs> but the majority of the time, that's not the case. So if somebody comes in and they're having a frequency and they're throwing it all over the place and it's not one that you like, you can either choose to leave the room or the space or... You can clear the space. So there's options. And remember that you're allowed to step back and say, no, this is not okay. And this is my safe space. You know, my like my home is my sanctuary. And I want it to be as relaxed and chill as possible. And so I do whatever it is that I need to do to make sure that it stays that way. So if I have people that come in and they're bringing low-frequency vibes that I just don't want in my safe space, like I'll stage the apartment or I'll say, you know, I'll do something. I'll say something to switch it around to try to, you know, I'll, I'll be subtle for a while at first, usually to say, you know, to try to kind of flip the story around the, because usually it's just a perspective shift that needs to happen for people for them to move into a higher frequency timeline. So I'll try subtle ways, and if they're not working, then I'll leave. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Or I'll tell them to leave. Or I'll just be like, look, you know, this is not okay here. Like, if you want to be grumbly, then you can totally be grumbly, like, over there. <laughs> so this is where personal boundaries come into play, and they're extremely important because frequency is everything. Literally everything. You know, the world is based off of energy. It's made off of energy. And you have the power to create your life and live your life by design. And there's no reason to deal with lower frequency energies unless you're specifically doing shadow work to grow yourself. Okay, so if you want to practice holding space for people, you have to remember that once you're grounded and you're centered and you're listening to somebody... <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure that you are not judging them in the process, which I understand sometimes it can be difficult because trust me, I have heard some shit. <laughs> but just remember, this is this person's life. This is what they're choosing. And it has really nothing to do with you whatsoever other than the fact that they're opening up and sharing with you. And remember, that is a privilege. So you're really just a casual observer that happens to be in the vicinity that they are opening up to. So you can just sit there, let them talk about whatever the heck they're talking about, and just nod and be like, huh, that's interesting, you know? Now, you might be saying that on the inside. <laughs> you, don't, you don't necessarily need to be saying that to them. But... You remember, you're watching all of these frequencies floating by you. You're not taking them on as yours. You want to make sure that you've opened up and created the space for them to be vulnerable and share 
but you're also not judging them at the same time. You can't hold space and judgment at the same time. It's really not possible because people are very intuitive and they're very, um, even, they can pick up on all these subtle energies. Even if they don't consciously know it, they are picking up on those frequencies. So if you're judging them, they will know. And more than likely, you'll just hear the slamming of the doors or maybe a siren. <laughs> like the ambulance that went by in the background. You know, it's if people don't feel safe, they're not going to be vulnerable with you. And that's just what it is especially people that are sensitive to energies to begin with. Like you would be surprised, you know, how many people are very intuitive and empathic. You know, you, you think they're introverts, but they're not. They're only introverts because they don't feel safe with you. The people that I feel safe with, I'm extremely chatty around and I'm very, very outgoing. But if I think you've got ulterior motives or you're up to no good or you've got too much dirty fucking energy around you that you never cleanse or you blame others all the time, dude, you're not going to hear shit from me. Like I have, there's no way I'm just going to waste my energy in that space. I'll leave, you know, or I'll be quiet because you can tell when there's space for you to be vulnerable and you can tell when there's not. And why would you put yourself in a situation where the likelihood of being hurt is very high. You wouldn't. It's stu it's like it's stupid. That's how we're made, you know, like that's a very human thing. When you feel safe, you're open. Open and receptive. When you don't feel safe, you're closed. Like, you know, the fetal position closed. You know, you don't want to let anybody in. You've got all these barriers. So you know, the more that you can have the people around you feeling safe and open, the more you're able to have higher frequency vibes and be um, able to move forward and co-create. And it's it can be really a powerful, exciting um, experience. So let me know what happens when you start practicing this new skill set. Um, like I said, it's not difficult to do. You just have to make sure that you're grounded and open and in a place where you're not going to be judging somebody. And once you can do those things, you know, you'll be really excited to hear all the stuff that people are going to tell you all of a sudden and all the opportunities that kind of come out of nowhere. So it really, it's not that difficult. It just takes practice and, you know, practice makes perfect. And, uh, you know, I'm no pro. I just I put the work in and, you know, seen it pay off. So if you have any more questions or comments, um, feel free to send me a private message via Instagram at Uniquely Tatum. And my website is uniquelytatum.com. If you're interested in booking a reading or uh, talking about the possibility of coaching, um, just let me know. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thanks for tuning in.